0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Friday, September 29th. I'm already depressed. I was grumpy old man at 530 this morning. Scoots, how are you today? I'm glad you're back, Scooter, one, by the way.
1: One moment. I'm answering a phone call from Ed here.
0: Okay, man. All right. Tell Ed we're going to talk golf. Now uh, you don't have to do that. The United States is, uh, well, there's it's carnage at Marco Simone Golf Club in Rome, Italy. Just outside of Rome, Italy. 4-0 slaughter in uh, the foursomes this morning. Segment one. I got up at 5.30 to watch uh, Ryder Cup. That is way before your wake-up Yes. Uh, I'm grumpy old man today. There is no doubt. And I'm grumpier because of the results. The U.S. is yet to win a match. They have tied two matches in the second session. But they were lambasted in session one. And I got a lot of grievances here. A lot of grievances. Because they weren't ready to play. There's no emotion Nobody is uh, excited, but I'll get to that. m M&M and hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. If you would like to join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, you can visit any Thornton's anytime for an 89-cent ice-cold fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller. I don't know why you get smaller when you can get 32 ounces for the same price, but that's just my thing. So visit Thornton's today. In fact, visit Thornton's at least twice this weekend for that 89-cent fountain drink. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Speaking of the M&M Cartage Hotline, Ed is on early. Hello, Ed.
2: Hello, John. And I was up this morning as well Yeah. At uh, a little after 5. I happened to wake up. I thought, I'll go in and turn the Ryder Cup on, and I was never so disappointed in my whole life. Oh, my God! You're right. They had no life. They had uh, – I mean, the Europeans just kicked their butt. Let's face it.
0: Now, I don't want to take anything away from the Europeans. They played great. They, they really did. But the, there's no energy. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and, look, I know I'm biased because he went to St. X. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are eight and two combined Together, when they play together, eight and two in international events, including the Ryder Cup, and they sit the first round. I don't understand it. Huh. I don't get it. Now they only got, you know, they only got a tie here in the second round, but so now they're eight, two, and one. That's still pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, all I know is Roy McEl- Roy McIlroy. Who was his partner uh, uh...
0: this morning? It was Tommy Fleetwood.
2: Tommy Fleetwood. Early, but, early, it was Tommy I mean, Fleetwood. Uh, Roy McIlroy is, is is he's got to be in the top five in the nation.
0: Oh yeah, 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 in the world. He's in focused. The world. I mean, he and he's is, focused now. He want he really wants to win this, and he's got two wins under his belt already, and that's well, you the most he can have right you now.
2: Could, you could tell it meant a lot to him because he was yep. smiling, and he was they were uh, you know giving the knuckles to each other, and uh, I was impressed when
0: the U.S. team got down this morning. It was like there's no there's no coming back. There's no life. I mean, down you know, two down with you know on the eighth hole, there was still no life. Right. So it's well, it's been embarrassing so far as an American to watch this golf.
2: I I think we're going to be in for a long Ryder Cup because this just doesn't seem uh, the United States is uh, you know well 19, do anything. You really. know, 1993
0: is the last time they won on foreign soil. So. We'll see what happens. Uh, right now, Max Homa and Wyndham Clark are uh, one up through 15. If uh, if my phone is updating correctly, and there's no uh, no guarantee of that. Uh, yeah, they're one up through 15. That Americans haven't won a match. It is six to one right now in favor of uh, Europe, and that is officially a beatdown.
2: Wow, that is a beatdown. There is no question about that. I know you called to talk golf,
0: Ed, but what about uh, NC State Louisville tonight?
2: Uh, it's going to be a difficult game, more difficult than Cardinal fans are. Uh, that's a difficult place to play, number one. And I don't think offensively NC State is uh, all that great, although their defense is very good. Louisville probably hasn't faced a defense uh, as strong as uh, states. But I think if we think it's. Louisville, as good as we think they are, they'll win by anywhere from nine, six, eight, ten points, somewhere in that range. I, I would take. You know, I really went back and forth on this. If you read my uh, uh, outline blog that I sent to you, for I did. Free, I
0: did. Uh,
2: good, good. Uh, <laughs> I need to get Scoots's on there too, Scoots. I need your email. Address he can't read. Uh, yeah, I got to be able to read him. Oh, Sorry to hear that. Uh, uh, I, I think they'll win anywhere from you know six, eight, ten points, maybe. Yeah, I don't Louisville know. does have big. The big thing about Louisville is they do have big play capability. Yes, you they can do. Hold them and hold them and hold them, and then they get a long pass, or they get, uh, uh, you know, they break Jordan off for a long run, Uh, draw, uh and then uh, and I like their defense. Their defense starting to really. Pick it up now. I know Boston College was horrible, yeah, and they did get three sacks against them. Boston College is not good at all. Uh, do it, but it's going to be a tough game, and I, I, like I said, if Louisville is as good as we think they are, then they should win tonight and go into uh, Notre Dame uh, undefeated. Now, that will be a different story. That will be really – even if they lose, it's going to be really interesting.
0: Ed, we're having some uh, technical difficulties, so you're cutting in and out on me, so I'm going to let you go. But good luck tonight. Uh, enjoy the game. Uh, I know you're going to be sitting home with Patricia, enjoying a nice cold adult beverage. So uh, have fun and uh, enjoy. No, I'll be at, No,
2: I'll be at Boyd Central.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're going to DVR it then. Watch it when you get home. That's that,
2: that, that's correct.
0: That's fun. It. That's just as fun.
2: Thanks, buddy. And I'm I'm sure Scoots is going to be at New Albany, Jeff.
0: He is correct. He is. Thank you, Ed. Have fun from that one. <laughs> Scooter, New Albany, and Jeff tonight on our sister station. I think you're on 900 AM tonight, if I heard, am. If I heard that correctly. Yep, absolutely. Uh, 7 o'clock kickoff. Uh, it's a rivalry game. Now, these teams might ha- not have very many wins combined, but it's still a rivalry
1: game. One combined win. So, yeah, it, it doesn't have I was trying
0: team, to be nice.
1: It, it doesn't have anything to do with conference standings or anything like that, but it's, it's huge for the two communities of Jeff and New
0: Albany. Thanks to Tony Burke for the text. Max Homa. And, uh, Wyndham Clark are one up through 18, I mean, I'm sorry, through 17. So they'll go to 18th. Um, they used to call it dormy. They don't call it that anymore. They can't lose. They can only tie or win. Uh, it's, it's a match. The Americans need is, as, as much as they've needed any match. Uh, it just texted me. He didn't get to tell me the reds are dead. So thank you. Ed. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. He is not incorrect. Uh, So, Max Homa, Wyndham, Clark, um, they're the only hopes here. And that is a sentence I never thought I would say. They are uh, one up with one to play over Robert McIntyre and Justin Rose. Roy McIlroy is great today. Uh, He and uh, Tommy Fleetwood in the marquee match of the morning was Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele for the U.S. against Michael Roy and Fleetwood. Who are affectionately known as Fleetwood Mac. I like that. Um, but Rory and Tommy went it two and one. Morikawa, he stunk today. He stunk. He lost to Shane Lowry. He and uh, Ricky Fowler lost to Shane Lowry uh, and his partner this morning two and one. And then Morikawa and Shoffley just got steamrolled by Rory and Matthew Fitzpatrick five and three in the afternoon session. Brutal. But the first two matches of the day, Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler is number one player in the world. I understand putting him out early. Kepka didn't play this morning early. Um, Like I mentioned, Spieth and Thomas, uh, who are Ryder Cup veterans, sat. While Homa and Harmon, who are Ryder Cup rookies, played. I don't understand it. I know you have to mix it up a little bit. You can't... Nobody sat the whole day. And a lot of times, you sit somebody the whole day. That didn't happen. Burns and Scheffler were awful. John Rahm um, beat them, um, let's see, four and three, which is, if you know anything about golf, ugly. It was Rahm and Terrell Hatton. That means
1: means up four with three left.
0: Yes. Up four with... They didn't even get through... Uh, so the 16th hole. Didn't even get through the 16th hole. And then Homa and Harmon, Brian Harmon has no emotion at all. He won the British Open. that's That got him qualified for the team. I get that. um, No emotion at all. Bo- it was a boring match. They looked like rookies. They looked like they didn't know what to do. And Brian Harmon is a veteran golfer. He's Oldest golfer on the team, maybe? I would think so.
1: Yeah, Harmon, yeah.
0: Four and three, they lose to Victor Homlin and Ludwig O'Bear. It's pronounced O'Bear. I learned that today while watching the coverage.
1: Aberg sounds
0: better. Uh, A-Berg sounds great. Played at Oklahoma State. Um, Again, four- I thought it was Texas Tech. No, Texas Tech, you're right. Again, four and three. Mismatch. Lowry and uh, Sepp Straka beat Ricky and Colin two and one. And then uh, Michael Flewwood over Shoffley and Cantlay. Cantlay got to sit in uh, the second half of the day. I, I get it. I understood that. I would have sat Morikawa. He was terrible. And you know who else was terrible this afternoon? Jordan Spieth. Hmm. He was bad. Uh, Justin Thomas carried that team to a tie. And a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we would have never thought that the way Justin Thomas was playing. But he made some clutch putts at the end that uh, allowed them to get out of there with a tie. And but you know the four balls in the afternoon where you play your own shot, they needed some wins. Rahm and Haga, Nikolai Hoshgard, is that right? Sounds right. They uh, they won the 18th hole to get a tie with Scheffler and Kepka. Um, Hav- uh. JT and Jordan were up two with uh, five to play. That match ended tied. Now those were two that they needed to win. And again, Holman and Clark need to hang on to this last one. If they don't, if they lose 18, it's going to be six and a half to one and a half. That is insurmountable. I mean, you know, it's not technically insurmountable when you look at, uh, you know, look at the Reds, for example. If you're Three games out with three to play. It's not insurmountable, but it is. Mm-hmm. Six and a half to one and a half after the first day of the Ryder Cup, it, they can go ahead and start engraving the trophy. And I said, look, Europe's favored. At the, it, the U.S. was favored till the day before, till yesterday. And all of a sudden, Europe was the favorite. They are loaded at the top. Victor Hovlin this morning set the tone. He chipped in on one. Uh, And he made a long birdie putt on two, and it was up two after two. And the Americans didn't lead a match in the morning session. They did not have a lead in in any of the four matches in the morning session. I, you can tell I'm disappointed, right? Oh, yeah. Is it coming across? Yeah. I, I, I wait for this every two years. Honestly. And it was it was madness.
1: Honestly, you sound a whole lot. I feel like I'm living in deja vu because you sound just like TJ this morning. <laughs> he he was pretty upset about it as well.
0: I'm most upset that I got out of bed at 530 to watch this garbage. No kidding. Yeah.
1: Three should've, hours
0: of sleep I missed out on.
1: Should have slept in.
0: I got to go to a Union, Kentucky tonight. By the way, um... A plug here, free plug, St. X and Ryle, both teams coming off two game losing streaks. Tonight in Union, Kentucky, right here on the Big X tonight, seven thirty kickoff, seven oh five pregame with myself and Tony Burke calling the action. Tigers kind of need a win here. They got they got to go to Manual next week, and that is not going to be a picnic. So uh, they kind of need a win. We'll be on the air, like I mentioned, 7.05 pregame for X and Ryle. Justin will cover New Albany and Jeff on 900 a.m. tonight, 7 o'clock kickoff. Is that right? Correct.
1: Yep. I come on about
0: 6.50. Yeah. So tune in to Justin, listen for a half hour, and then tune in and listen to the real game.
1: That's being a team player.
0: Does that mean? Does that mean spirit? No. Again, I'm grumpy. You, you I'm don't, grumpy.
1: You don't normally shout out my game, so... You telling I've people already to done listen? Yeah, no. You you telling people to listen for thirty minutes? That's great. <laughs> nice, thanks, pal.
0: The Saucerita six pack is coming up. It is now thirteen ten and one on the year after a four one and one week last week. Yes, I am patting myself on the back. Um, I was gonna. Uh, I'll let you behind the curtain here, Scooter. I had Penn State written down. Mm-hmm. They are twenty six. I want to say.
1: I saw it at twenty-seven. Point yeah.
0: favorites over Northwestern on the road. Penn State. When you play a team on the road, the last day at home at practice, a lot of teams will crank the music up to ten or eleven if it's Spinal Tap. Crank the music up so that uh, it's hard for your quarterback to hear the signals. It's hard for everybody. You're trying to set the environment that you're going to be in on the next day, right? Oh yeah. So it's Friday. Let's crank up the music. Let's give these kids a taste of what they're going to see at Northwestern tomorrow. Penn State did the exact opposite. <laughs> Complete silence. Because that's what they think they're going to hear in Evanston, Illinois tomorrow. I had to pull them off because Northwestern reads this stuff too. And that's going to ma- Now Northwestern won a game last week. I think it was Minnesota. They probably shouldn't have won. They were they had a big deficit, come from behind win. Feel good those kids you know they lost their coach because of the uh, hazing incidents Uh, you know and they wanted a couple of them you know shouted out their former head coach but they see the papers too they they, they're on Twitter right or X whatever it's called they're on Instagram they know that Penn State is kind of trolling them well you know we don't need to put any music on because it's going to all we're going to hear at Northwestern tomorrow's crickets basically nobody comes to their games Crowd's not going to be loud. We're not worried about it. Northwestern sees that stuff, so I had to take Penn State off the board. Good move, bad move.
1: I think it's probably a good move. I I debated taking that game as well. Don't really know ultimately why I decided to stay away from it, but you bring up some valid points there. I mean, you, you go into a quiet environment like that, it's going to be really hard for Penn State to be hype, you know?
0: I understand that you don't want to poke the bear. You don't want to poke the little kitty cat either. I mean they get just as mad as the bear does.
1: They're a wildcat.
0: By the way, I believe Homa and uh and Clark just won their match.
1: Woohoo! Holy
0: smokes. Six to two. It's better than eight to nothing, I guess is all I can say. <laughs> uh so tomorrow foursomes in the morning again, which uh, the Europeans dominated this morning. One thirty, you gonna get up, Scoots? No shot. Yeah, me neither. Are you gonna
1: get up at five again?
0: Um, maybe. That, you're you have a late night. I have a late night, but I got nothing this weekend. I mean, I I got nothing. I got no U no U of L home game to go to Saturday. Uh, the wife's got a, a conference all day Saturday. Basically, I'm going to be dozing off my recliner watching football all day.
1: I've got a sprint football game at Midway. You can come, I am, come with me. And to I know call it's Bellerman. It's Bellerman. Yeah, right? It'd be, it should I be am, a good time.
0: If I was any less interested, I would have to be dead.
1: I'll let you do play by play. I'll take color.
0: <laughs> that that does make it more attractive. <laughs> but it's it's I don't know. Are they the same rules as regular football?
1: Pretty much, yeah. As
0: it's re- just that everybody looks like a weeble.
1: Yeah, you can't be over 185
0: pounds. But to yeah. an ounce? So, huh? You can't be over 185 pounds to be an announcer? No. Because I'm out. To be- <laughs> in fact, so, well, I've, I've been out since third grade. I'm, I'm out too then. <laughs> uh, yeah, so tune into Scooter tomorrow. Midway and Bellerman sprint football from Midway. That's right. If it was a Bellerman Scoots, I would do He'd it. Be in. Yep. I'd do it. But I'm not – look, I'm not leaving town for sprint football. All, All right, right, let's take a break. Uh, NFL last night, Scooter is one and one on the Scooter <laughs> Spread selections. We'll talk about the Lions win over the Packers, set up uh, college football. I'll let you know who I like in the local games, even though they're not part of the six-pack. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio on this Friday. Gorgeous day out there. Thank God I'm going to be sitting on top of a press box tonight in northern Kentucky. Oh, that's going to
1: be beautiful weather for you. Thank
0: you, uh, heavens. I don't know who, who to thank for that. Who do I thank for the weather? Jay Cardosi? No. Mother Nature. Mark Weinberg?
1: Nah, he spells his name weird. <laughs> Can't trust him.
0: 502-384-1450, that's the M&M Cartage hotline, 502-384-1450, if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thorns text line up five, is up and running as well, 502-414-1450. Texter says, John, thanks for reminding me that golf still exists, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't know this morning. I wish I had forgotten it was coming on er- that early. Uh, here's something that one of the announcers pointed out today, and I'm not sure who it was. The Europeans have been playing meaningful golf for the last several weeks. The Americans, to a man, haven't played since the Tour Championship. They practiced. They've gotten together. They've gone to Italy and practiced on the this exact course they're playing, but they haven't played competitive golf since the Tour Championship uh, in August. So, the uh, the the uh, Irish Open. A BMW championship on the DP World Tour all of these Europeans played in that in those so maybe that's got a little something to do with it you're rusty you haven't played against anybody in uh, in a, a month month and a half almost maybe that's part of it I don't know but excuses yeah I'm not looking for excuses I'm looking for wins foursomes again tomorrow in the morning starting at 1:35 again then four ball foursomes of course if you don't know. Alternate shot, the U.S. was has never really been good at alternate shot, and they were awful today. Four ball, you play your own ball, lowest score wins. That'll be the second round. And then you got the 12 singles matches. On paper, the Americans uh, probably ha- have the advantage in singles, but you don't play on paper. And if you don't play with emotion in the Ryder Cup, you don't deserve to win. And I don't know if Zach Johnson is, is the issue here. He is not a rah-rah guy. He doesn't seem to be. Steve Stricker, uh, two years ago, was a guy that, you know, he'd cry at the drop of a hat. He's an emotional dude. And I think they played hard for Steve Stricker. Um, But, again, you can't blame the captain. These guys, Scotty Scheffler, Ricky Fowler, Colin Marikawa, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, JT, Jordan Speed. They got to go out there and just play. Good golf. Now, the captains What's actually play, right? The captains play? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, That's, they don't play at all? No, no. Oh, okay. Zach's the captain. He's got five vice. Each team has five vice captains. Luke Donald is the captain of the uh, European team. Um, three of the five vice captains have been captains of the Ryder Cup before, including Stricker. Jim Furyk is there, um, and three other. Three other dudes, three other Americans. Davis Love the third. He's been a captain twice. Well, for the you, Ryder Cup. you should have corrected
1: me yesterday, then, when I asked you why the heck Zach Johnson was even the captain, and I even brought up his well, record, how it's so terrible.
0: Well, I thought you just meant what has he done to deserve to be the captain of the American I, team? I, am. I didn't, I didn't think you thought he was playing. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I thought they played. So yeah, that's hand up. That's on me. But I, I do, I do wonder about the selection process, how they come up with the captains.
0: Um. I don't know. Tiger will be captain at some point. Phil would have been, but he's not going to now. He helped get the Americans back on track in the Ryder Cup. Uh, but with the live golf thing, he's not going to be a Ryder Cup captain now. At least I wouldn't think so. Tiger will be someday. Um, you know, I don't know who else that hasn't been will be. You might go back to uh, Davis Love III. He's been good. Uh, when the Ryder Cup was in Louisville at Valhalla, it was uh, Paul Azinger. <laughs> and he beat Nick Faldo, uh, Nick Faldo's team. He beat uh, Nick Faldo, was the European captain. Boy, that's a long time ago. Ooh, I'm getting old. All right, Lions 34, Packers 20 last night. It was 27-3 to at halftime. Woof. Scooters 1-0, by the way. Yeah, buddy. You, you had Detroit giving the the points there. Easy hit. <laughs> easy hit. <laughs> They're always easy when you hit them after <laughs> you hit them. <laughs> Uh, David Montgomery was unbelievable. 32 carries, 121 yards, three touchdowns. Detroit is dangerous in the NFC. They're good. And here's the key, and I, nobody pays attention to this, but if you have a good defensive line and a good pass rush, a good stop-the-run defense, and a good offensive line, look at the teams that are that win. That's what they have. The Chiefs, they got Chris Jones back after that first game lost to Detroit. Guess what? They've been really good on the defensive side of the football ever since. Their offensive line is good. Why are the Bengals why were the Bengals 0-2? Because their offensive line is not good. The Cowboys lose to Arizona. Nobody understands why. They were twelve and a half point favorites. They were missing three starting offensive linemen. And Arizona did a good job of Blocking Micah Parsons. That was job number one. Don't let Micah Parsons get in the backfield. They didn't for the most part. If you have good off, uh, the Jets, yes, Aaron Rodgers got hurt on the fourth play of the season. Disaster. That's why they're one and two. But part of the reason he got hurt, even four plays in, you could tell the Jets' offensive line was not going to hold up. And now Zach Wilson's trying to play football behind that same offensive line, and he's getting destroyed. And he's getting destroyed in the media, too.
1: Were you surprised last night, or I guess overall this season, are you surprised with how little the Lions have used Jameer Gibbs up to this point and they continue to rely on David Montgomery? Um I mean, last night makes sense because Montgomery yeah. was running the ball effectively. I mean, he had the three touchdowns, but Jameer Gibbs had eight carries for 40 yards. I mean, that's an average of five a carry. So
0: I go back to the the preseason when nobody was going to sign these running backs. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, uh, Austin Eckler was holding out, and and these these coaches you can put if you feel like they feel they can put anybody back there, and you ride the hot hand. David Montgomery was the hot hand last night. He was really good. Now, I, if you give it to Gibbs the same number of times, I think Montgomery got 32 carries. He did. Yeah. If you give it to Gibbs, half of those, I think he probably gets close to the same amount of yardage that um, that Montgomery got. And that is based on the fact that the Lions have a really good offensive line and the Packers don't have a great defensive line. That's where it all starts. Jared Goff was protected all night. Jordan Love got beat up. Right? Yep. That's part of it. It's not because Jordan Love held on to the ball too long. It's because he didn't have time to look down the field. Jared Goff's not great in not throwing any interceptions because he's a great quarterback. He's doing it because he's got time to pick and choose who he wants to throw the ball to, and he's got good receivers.
1: And he's been around the league for a long time, whereas Jordan Love in his first start.
0: How about what the Lions have done in the draft the last several years? Mm -hmm. They get Penny Sewell, the seventh pick, He's now a a top-notch offensive lineman. They got Aiden Hutchinson two years ago.
1: He was really good last (laughs) night. He's a
0: beast. He is a beast. Now, that was the second pick. It's not like they, you know, oh, what a steal with the ninth pick. And now they, you know, they go out, they get Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Everybody makes fun of that. Oh, what are they doing taking a running back? You get a running back? He's good. He's really good. And the, the tight end? What's his name? Uh La, whatever it is. Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta? Yeah. Wow. Iowa just grows tight ends, I guess.
1: You know what's wild is I'm sitting here saying how good Aiden Hutchinson played last night. The dude was all over the field. It seemed like he was in the backfield on every possession. He only had two tackles last night. He did now one of them was a tackle for a loss and he did have three quarterback hits, but that's just wild that he it seemed like he affected the game that much and his stats do not back that
0: up. You, but they had you had to double team him. He's yeah. like Parsons or Miles Garrett. You got to double team him. Right. And if you double team him, somebody else is going to get a sack.
1: Jared Goff also had a tackle
0: for what it's <laughs> worth. Jared Goff underrated. I know the Rams, when they got rid of him, they got Matthew Stafford. They won a Super Bowl. They're paying for it now financially, you know, but um they did what they had to do. Jared Goff's got a little rebirth in Detroit now. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they are gonna be a factor. Oh, I agree. Because they are now the overwhelming, I would say, favorites to win that division. Uh, San Francisco, everybody talks about San Francisco, Philadelphia, 1-2, and whatever way you want to put them. Then Dallas, everybody's talking about Dallas. That part of the reason is Dallas moves the needle. Everybody talks about Dallas.
1: Well, it's been the defense for Dallas, but that's going to take a massive hit with Diggs being
0: out. That'll hurt. It'll hurt. By the way, Max Homa missed a putt on 18, so the European team won the last, three of the last four holes including the last two. That match now tied, and the final score after day one, six and a half to one and a half. That is worse than six to two, by the way. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that. Barely. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Let's go back to the NFL. I don't want to talk about football, or uh, golf. (sighs) Salsarita six-pack coming up in the next segment. By the way, last
1: week for the Salsarita six-pack. Why do you say that? Because you said you're abandoning it when you go under 500. You don't, oh, you, see what I did there. You don't even,
0: I haven't even given you the <laughs> picks. Full disclosure to the listeners, I haven't even shown him the picks. <laughs> I just know that I, is so mean spirited. His, history always has a way of repeating itself, John. You know that, dude. I feel it this week, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. To be honest, I told I told you last week. I said I really like a lot of these games. You did, and I went four one and one. I don't have the same, I really like a lot of these games feeling this week.
1: College games this week are tough.
0: Um, there, I mean, there are some spots. Well, you're getting, but. Deep, you're getting into real uh, conference play this week. Yep. Almost everybody's playing conference games. Um, those are always tougher, especially when you got to give points on the road. I hate giving points on the road in conference games. I do. I just hate it. All right. I do need to talk a little baseball before we go to break. I don't want to. Because my, my Cubs are just... <sighs> it was weird last night. Did you see Bryce Harper get kicked out of the game? I i didn't see it, but I did
1: see... Oh my God. I saw the picture earlier of the kid that caught his helmet that was after cool. he threw it. and that was he, cool. he signed the helmet for him. That is cool.
0: Um. So, Angel Hernandez... Widely considered the worst umpire in baseball. I guess you can't make these guys retire. Wasn't he
1: down at AAA?
0: I don't know what the rule is. He filed suit against MLB because they wouldn't let him work a World Series. Well, guess what? There's a reason. Check swing Bryce Harper. He's going to first on a walk, and they call strike three. And I'm watching it live, and they show it, and the announcers go, you've got to be kidding me. He didn't come close to – to swinging at that pitch. I mean, he didn't come close, Scooter. (laughs) And he just took his helmet off, walked toward the third base umpire, got about halfway there. Hernandez threw him out. Uh, Now, the Phillies have clinched. They know where they sit. They're not going up or down from where they're at, so it's not a big deal. But he did throw his helmet. He just chucked it into the stands. i would never seen that before, (laughs) where a player chucks his helmet, and he threw it high. I mean, he probably threw it 35 feet in the air. And there were grown men fighting over this thing, and one kid, and they let the kid have it, and then he got it autographed. So it all turned out great, I thought. How
1: mad were the adults after he got it signed?
0: Uh, <laughs> after he got it signed, they were. I don't think Bryce is going to sign it if it's a if it's an adult. But he found out a kid had it. He said, "I right, get it, get it back to me. I'll sign it for the kid." So I thought that was cool. A uh, weird night in New York last night. Yeah. Now they got flooding in Brooklyn today, and I've seen pictures. It's it's disturbing. It uh, looks like the end of the world up in Brooklyn right now. But Miami took got two runs in the ninth to take a 2-1 lead over the Mets in a, a big game for Miami here and a big game for the Reds and the Cubs and everybody else that's fighting for a playoff spot.
1: John, that's not flooding. Brooklyn became oh, a
0: lake. Oh, it's unbelievable.
1: Holy smokes.
0: It's um, I don't know what happened. Uh, somebody turned the sewer system off. I don't know what happened. But Miami then had to wait three hours. Three hours and about two in the morning, they decided to suspend the game. That means that if this game becomes necessary, Miami has to go back to New York on Monday mm-hmm. and finish this bottom of the ninth inning, leading two to one over the Mets. Skip Schumacher, manager of the, of the Marlins, was enraged. I, I don't know. Why he was enraged, if as, as you look at those pictures in Brooklyn, those videos from Brooklyn Scooter, it looks like it still hasn't stopped raining.
1: Yeah. It's so, pretty pretty nuts.
0: I don't know what MLB what the choice was here.
1: Why wouldn't they I mean isn't
0: If you end the game, okay, mm-hmm. then you go back to the previous inning and those two runs don't count. And the Mets win one nothing in eight. Wow. So you can't oh, do wow. that. Wow. Okay. If you're Major League, now Skip Schumacher didn't want that. He wanted them right. to finish the game last night. I think he got angry that they did not just play through it. Bottom of the ninth. Once they brought the tarp out, now you got a three-hour delay. Don't his his argument was it was too quick to bring the tarp out. Let's just get this over with. And uh, the the umpires did not listen. And he is he was incensed. But no, if you're the Marlins, the last thing you want is for them to say, "Okay, eight-inning game," because you lose. Oh, that's so, dramatic. Yeah, and as it stands today, <laughs> as it stands today, the Marlins would be in the playoffs. They're a half game ahead of the Cubs. But again, they're if it's tied at the end of the season, they're going to have to finish the game. By the way, I was wrong yesterday. What? The, yeah, it happens once every six years. Um, the Marlins have the tiebreaker over the Cubs. So if they do finish in a tie for that final spot, Marlins in, Cubs out. Diamondbacks, um, they uh, did they lose yesterday, or did they not play yesterday? Oh, they lost. They lost to the White yeah. Sox three to one. Yep. Yeah. They're still one and a half ahead. They've got three at home against Houston. I think they only have to win one. If they win one of the three, they're in. However, Houston needs to win. The former, the defending champions, they need some wins. All right. So National League, Diamondbacks have the advantage for that second spot. The Marlins right now a half game ahead of the Cubs. The Cubs are a game ahead of the Reds. The Reds had a good night last night
1: Yeah.
0: overall. Cubs lost, Arizona lost, and Miami didn't finish their game.
1: Well, they lost the first one. Wasn't yesterday the day Miami no, played a doubleheader? No, that was two days. Oh, okay.
0: Um, so Miami, game not finished, game not complete. Uh, the Reds are a game and a half back. They've got three starting tonight in St. Louis, eight fifteen. Brandon Williamson against Jake Woodford, who's two and two with a five oh nine ERA. I think the Reds got to win them all. That's it. Got to win them all and hope for some help.
1: Do love me some Woodford.
0: Do uh, you, you do love some Woodford? Uh, the American League is just as crazy because Texas lost last night to Seattle, three to two, two out. Two-run double, bottom of the ninth by J.P. Crawford. Gives Seattle the 3-2 win over Texas. Uh, I know that uh, hurt Tony Burke a little bit. Texas still has a two-game lead with three to play over Houston and a three-game lead over Seattle. However, the Rangers and Seattle still have three games to play in Seattle. Obviously, the Mariners need a sweep, period. They can still get in if they win one or two and the Astros get swept by Arizona, in Arizona. Uh, One of those those two teams is not going to make the playoffs, Houston or Seattle. One of them is not going to make it because the Rays and the Blue Jays are going to make it uh, in the wild card. I think, in my opinion. What a mess. It is a mess, but that's what Major League Baseball wants. That's what you want. We are. We you play 159 games. You're down to your last three, and we don't know who's in the playoffs yet. I think it's great. All right, let's take a break. Salsa Rita six pack coming up, and uh, maybe we'll have a drum roll for that, and we'll figure out. what oh, the, we'll have a drum buddy. Music's going to be for the uh, scooter spread selections next week. We got to work on that. That's only if I go 500. Spears on sports presented it's by Eminem Cartage on the big guy. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. Final segment of the week. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the concrete wall. Man, Scoots, 1-0 uh, in your picks. Do you want to change anything like you did last oh, week? Oh, no. I'm good. Because you changed to a loser last week. I did. You went from New Orleans to Green Bay, and that did not work out. Uh,
1: right. That's the power of TJ Walker. He can get you to change your mind like that. I think Tony did that to you. Uh, they kind of tag-teamed me.
0: All right, uh, quick baseball note here. Miami's in Pittsburgh for three. Miami is a slight favorite tonight. When you don't leave New York until three in the morning, maybe it affects you a little bit. We'll see. Pirates have not played poorly. they played actually pretty good baseball for the last few weeks. They beat two out of three against the Cubs, two out of three against the Reds. So they are playing the role of spoiler. The Reds and Cubs hope they do it again this weekend. The Cubs are in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a slight favorite tonight. The Reds in St. Louis. The Reds are a slight favorite in that game tonight, according to our friends in Las Vegas. Western Kentucky beat Middle Tennessee State thirty one ten. If you were listening yesterday, Tony Bird gave you that one. He loved WKU minus seven last night. Scoots, were you on that one?
1: I was not. No, I have a guy I follow online. He gives a free pick every day. Had completely actually I didn't even listen to your show yesterday, so I didn't hear Tony. Are you are you feeling better? I'm feeling great, yeah. Like a million bucks. Feeling great. But, yeah, I, I trailed my guy. I follow online. His free pick was Middle Tennessee plus seven, so egg on my face.
0: Oh, the Tony Burke, Big Al Locks of the Week. Why don't I give them to you one more time since you didn't listen to the show? Let's hear them. Rams plus one and a half. Uh, it would help if I knew who these teams were playing. <laughs> against Indianapolis in Indy. Uh, Tennessee plus two and a half at home against the Bengals. Houston plus three and a half at home against your Pittsburgh Steelers. Jets plus nine and a half Sunday night football against Kansas City. I don't get that one at all. And uh, Giants minus minus one and a half. The Giants are favored at home on Monday night against Seattle. You know all I'm hearing,
1: John? One and four. Again. Ooh.
0: Mean spirited maybe.
1: I should have grabbed my paper, see how I compared all those. Yeah. There you go. No, get, one,
0: one and four coming right up. I'll write them down for you and give them to you after the show, just so you can uh, can compare and contrast. Okay. All right. You ready for the uh, sauceritas six-pack? We should we should change it from a drum roll to some kind of sauceritas music right now. Like salsa music? Yeah. Too late, right? Too late. Yeah. All right. Drum roll, please. Wait,
1: why is it not playing? What the heck?
0: Oh, oh, oh. oh wait. Uh-oh. Hang on. Well, let me get a redo here, okay? Folks, he assured me it was going to work. Time for the uh, Salserina six-pack. Jeez. Oh, that was embarrassing. Still learning every day here. We start with uh, Michigan and Nebraska uh, in Lincoln, 330. Michigan is a 17-point favorite this year, or in this game this year. I have seen the Nebraska Cornhuskers play. It is not pretty. In person? No, 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 on television. (laughs) It's not – I've seen them a couple times, as a matter of fact. The opener against Minnesota, now that was a game where nothing else was on. Uh, And then I watched some of that Colorado game where they got waxed. They're going to get waxed again. They're not a good football team. I know Michigan doesn't score a lot of points. I think they can score 24 and maybe cover the 17 here. I'm going to take Michigan. Jim Harbaugh's back for the second week. And I think they route Nebraska this week. Six o'clock. Mississippi hosting LSU. Big Al the Fish texted me a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, let's bet LSU to win it all. I said, okay, why not? They have an opportunity. If they can get out of the SEC West, then you play Georgia in the SEC Championship game, and maybe you get to the Final Four. Maybe you get to the playoffs. After that opening loss to Florida State, nobody thought that was possible. Well, I like Ole Miss here. They're coming off a loss. LSU's coming off a struggling win at home against Arkansas. Ole Miss got beat by Alabama. Lane Kiffin looking to turn it around here. I hope they lose the game, but I'm going to take Ole Miss in the points plus two
2: and
0: a half. What's that mean? Don't like that one bit. (laughs) When you grunt during the six-pack, it it bothers me a
1: little bit. I liked the Michigan one. I don't like that one at
0: all. 10 o'clock. One of my favorite teams, Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies, giving 19 to a bad Arizona team. I'm surprised this spread's not over 21. If I can get Washington, who puts points up like the Miami Dolphins did last week, and only give Arizona 19, I don't care where they're playing. I'm taking the Huskies. Give me Team Penix minus the 19.
1: I like that one. All right, good. Two out of three ain't bad.
0: I really don't care if you like it, but... (laughs) When you grunt in the middle of a segment, <laughs> it, it, it bothers me a little bit. All right, NFL games, Minnesota at Carolina, 0-3 versus 0-3. You got to pick that game, right? 0-3 versus 0-3. Oh, yeah. I'm taking the Vikings. They've lost three games by a combined 13 points. Bryce Young has not looked good in Carolina. I know it's a home game for the Panthers. I don't like giving points on the road, but I'm going to do it at least twice in these, two, in these uh, three NFL games. I'm taking the Vikings. I believe in Kirk Cousins still. By the way, he's put up great numbers so far. He's put up great numbers. He had a brain freeze at the end of the uh, Charger game last week and didn't spike the ball, but he has been good overall. I don't think Carolina can keep up with the uh, Justin Jeffersons of the world. Give me Minnesota minus the four. Chargers at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders coming off that Sunday night loss at home uh, against the Steelers. Chargers got a gift last week from Minnesota, the late interception. They get the win. I still think the Chargers are really good. And you know who was great last week? Herbert. Just Justin Herbert. Yeah. His numbers were unbelievable. I think he continues to be great. The Raiders are without Jimmy Garoppolo this week. I don't think they can score enough points to uh, hang with the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. Give five at home. Love it. And finally, Chiefs-Jets. I know Tony and Big Al the Fish are on the Jets. I just can't do it. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm giving the eight and a half. Taylor's going to be in the house again, which is very exciting. Um, But the more exciting part is Aaron Rodgers is not playing. Zach Wilson's not the answer. They brought in Trevor Simeon. He's on the practice squad. Maybe Tim Boyle gets in the game at quarterback. Who knows? But the Chiefs are back. They're going to score enough points to cover the eight and a half. I know the Jets got a really good defense. But the Chiefs don't have to score that many points to cover because the Jets can't score. So give me the Chiefs minus the 8.5. Scoots? I like
1: it. I, I I disagree with the Minnesota one. Who are they playing again?
0: Carolina. Yeah.
1: No, I, I like Carolina there.
0: So there's your six-pack. Like the other two. Four, one, and one last week. We'll see if we can, uh, we can go five and one this week. Michigan minus 17 at Nebraska. Old Miss at home plus 2.5 against LSU. Washington minus 19 at Arizona. Vikings minus four at Carolina. Chargers minus five at home against the Raiders. And the Chiefs minus eight and a half at the New York Jets on Sunday night. Football, four of these six games on the road giving points, which I hate. Good um, luck. Go ahead. I was just going to say good luck. <laughs> I need it. You do. Um, all right. Louisville, NC State tonight. Uh, I, again, I hate Friday night college football games because they interfere with high school games. But – in Raleigh, Louisville's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The, again, these are not part of the six-pack. Do I need an outro for the six-pack, like a backwards drum roll or something? Maybe not. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what that would sound I don't like. know what that would a... <laughs> be. Uh, I, I like NC State in this game. I do. I hate to say it. Ed pointed out Louisville's offense has been clicking. They, they are. They are clicking. I worry about the defense. I like the defense but they take plays off at times. They did it against Georgia Tech. They did it against Boston College. They even did it against Indiana. Yeah. Um, I think NC State keeps it close. I certainly hope Louisville wins the game, but three-and-a-half on a Friday night after you w- win a big home game and you might be looking ahead to another big home game against Notre Dame next week, I like NC State. I'm the opposite. Kentucky giving one to the Gators. If you made me bet this game, I'd take Kentucky. They beat Florida twice in a row, two times in a row. Florida's looked bad in three out of four games. They look great against Tennessee and beat the Vols in the swamp. But they're not in the swamp. They look bad in the other three games. Kentucky, This who's going to be able to run the football? Kentucky stops the run. Florida stops the run. Who can run the football? That's going to decide the game. I think Kentucky makes one more play than Florida does, and I'll take the Cats minus one. No comment? I'm with you. Indiana plus 14.5 on the road at Maryland. You're not going to be with me on this one. I think Taven Jackson keeps it close. <laughs> Maryland's <laughs> schedule. Maryland has played four bad teams, including Virginia and Michigan State. I know they're power five schools, but they're bad teams. Maryland's 4-0. and They're ripe to, to uh, not play good against a, uh, their fifth consecutive opponent that's a bad team. I'm not taking Indiana to win, but I am taking two touchdowns and the hook, 14, yeah, 14 and a half
1: That's the thing. You, you got the hook there. I saw it earlier at 14. I would not touch 14 with a 10-foot pole.
0: Well, but I'm, the, I'm, hook,
1: the hook definitely helps.
0: I got the hook. Uh, so I'm going to say 35-21, and I'm cashing at the window. Uh, by the way, Notre Dame-Duke, there are some good games this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Notre Dame-Duke, if Notre Dame is Notre five a five-and-a-half-point favorite, if they don't win this game, they're done. They are out of the national championship conversation, and that makes that game at Louisville a lot less uh, exciting next week. Yep. Um, Utah, Oregon State tonight. If you're looking for something to watch late 9 o'clock, sneaky good game. Ten seconds. Back in next week on Monday, I guess, as long as the studio is still standing. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big App.